0: Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts Mish and Mel.
1: Hello. Hello,
0: hello. Oh my god, what a week. I know. Are you ready? Because some 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 weird stuff happened on yesterday's <laughs> episode. Anyways, like, like so. Okay. More letter reading. Okay. And I don't know why I am so thrown when people read letters in their own voice in their head. I don't know. Like just do it out loud, especially when you're alone. So Esme, this is what kind of threw me and I don't know what you thought. So she's reading this letter. Okay. And it's a, it's a response, but the response is basically someone saying, I'm glad for, and like listing all the stuff that she already wrote right, right. So it's almost like a, a mirror to all the words Esme said and then I'm like okay but like she's responding to all of her lies and then like Esme is like sad about her own lies as she reads the letter <laughs> but she's happy she's happy to get the yeah. letter and then she's sad because she's like she's repeating everything I said and it's like all a lie my life really sucks and I was like okay
1: yeah, it just shows how twisted that little lady is. Well, she's probably old. We don't know yet.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because, okay, so that's just, you know, real fast. So, like, that came <laughs> up because of the ID situation at the Savoy. So there was, this This is, like, ages ago. She's at the Savoy, yes. Curtis cards her, and it starts to, like, and also you had brought up uh, back then comments she made, words that she was using, like, kind of calling Spencer childish. Like, there were hints a long time ago, yes. that potentially maybe she could be older than than what she really was. Okay, so she we find out that she has all these letters and the drugs, and she's hiding them in a shoebox in an interesting closet, which, like, I don't hate.
1: I don't hate it either, but I love that she hid it in one of, uh, you know, many seasons
0: ago boxes. I think that was probably one of my favorite moments when <laughs> Spencer came in, and that is how he was, like, processing all of that. Okay, so his plan. Okay, he is... Fixed on this plan, he is fixed on Cam helping him, and he feels that, like, Joss would blow it up. Yes. The thing is, I think her not knowing could blow it up, because (laughs) she's so determined to get this girl. And so, I just think that, like, if Joss knew that there was some kind of, like, justice, if you will, or they were trying to get her, they would do something and something productive, I I think that would actually keep her grounded.
1: I do agree. Like, if Josh had some level of knowledge, like, maybe not breaking down the plan and all of that, but just saying, like, there's something in place. You know, is no. not as bad as you She said. would
0: need to know every detail. There's no I way know, of, telling, of telling her a little bit of anything.
1: <laughs> okay, fair. But-,
0: <laughs> but either way,
1: like you said, I totally agree. This can go awry. Like, I was worried about how Cam was going to talk his way out of it. And I was actually pretty impressed at what he did. Not to say that like I like specifically what he said or how he addressed it. I just thought he would have zero words.
0: Yeah, like that's a tough spot to be in, but I, I really enjoyed a lot of his um I swear there's something like magic between Cam and Spencer. Um, just their conversation about Esme was the funniest thing ever when Spencer starts telling Cam. Even her secrets have secrets, okay? Like yes. And and talk about a major Ryan parallel, because we're talking about, like, what if Joss was added to this, right? And then later on, Trina um, goes to ask Ava about this. And it was such an interesting link, because, like, like Cam says something about, like, you need a village to take her down. Yes, Okay, so I thought so I thought that was such an interesting um Okay, sorry, I was just reading my I was (laughs) like (laughs) what I thought I thought that was such an interesting like um like mention in there. And also he's just lucky that Cam is his boss, right? Because that because they're sitting there being like, I have no time ever. Like ever she's always at the house but now she's not <laughs> at the house and cam's like go you idiot like go and, see something and, and, and go figure it out so um before she I- shows up i love the whole um yoga scene that was the first time the young kids were in the yoga studio
1: that's true i really did love that scene and i love that is it rory like the eyes they give each other like it's ridiculous
0: Joss is the worst. It's like, let (laughs) Trina handle her stuff. Like, could like, I was like, you are not a subtle wing woman. Be like, Trina has got the full package. It's like, they're, you're, they yoga like you're there to just do yoga and then when they talked about like hanging out or something, I love how Josh yes. knows so much about the law. Like why not? He's not the arresting officer. And I was like, what? <laughs> Future lawyer. Typical I don't know.
1: teenage talk.
0: <laughs> right. And he was just like, she's actually correct. We could <laughs> we could hook up. But what I thought was even funnier and all that like flirting and even Trina lights up with this guy. Um, yes. is the fact that Esme was overhearing and even she seemed to like give Trina props for like the lines that she was giving him.
1: I know at first I really couldn't read Esme's like I'm like, is this bad? Is she going to hold this against her? But, yeah, I was like, one, she's probably happy that she's flirting with somebody else. And, yeah, she's pretty charismatic.
0: (laughs) No, she's totally going to hold that against her that the officer, like, like, makes this whole thing (laughs) less (laughs) impartial. But I think she was equally impressed by Trina. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, she's up to terrible stuff for sure. And I don't know if you caught this, right? Because, you know, you're the one who kind of pointed out little mentions that she made that kind of alluded to the fact that like, perhaps she's not as young, but this Mm kind of caught me. Right. Because remember she's like from France and she used to like, say like French words or certain things around Laura that were just annoying to Laura. Um, but when she was talking to Cameron, Mm -hmm. or I think actually, no, I forget who Esme was talking to. I think she might've been talking to Spencer, but it was about like the friends accusing her. And she said, that's rubbish. Huh. And I thought that was weird, because I'm like, that's, like, more British. Like, where did that come from? So I feel like that's a clue to what I have no idea. <laughs> Nothing at all. Okay.
1: No, but um, we are trying to, <laughs> we do really good, um, poor child detective work. We're trying to figure out how old she is, because we know age is kind of weird there. We're trying to figure out where the heck she's from. Like, she's an enigma. We just know she's crazy. That's about it.
0: And that her potential biological... Daddy is Ryan, and I like I was watching with Johnny, and just the way he he says like Daddy to her. I know J- uh. Johnny just looked at me, and I'm like, yeah, like that's why I don't know if it's like real or not because it's like it's just it's just not a natural thing, okay. But like, what was even more amazing was um, Joss and Trina showing up and kind of just giving Esme the business oh my
1: god okay there's so many okay so i know we've there's a lot of good face acting this week i'm gonna give out three stars later but oh my god so when she's hugging cam and cam's face you know the girls walking in and their face and that the way that whole conversation went down when joss was telling her to take her tentacles off her boyfriend i busted out laughing
0: I know. And then Esme really felt offended by the use of tentacles. She's like, really, Joss? <laughs> tentacles? And I was like, this is such a bizarre dialogue that I find it like so, so funny. But like my favorite was um, what Joss had to say t- to Cameron about the fact that it was the second time she had wrapped her arms around him and she says mm-hmm. learn how to dodge <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> that honestly cam sound advice because I could totally get it. it's annoying. Esme's yes. manipulative and you know like Cameron sorta of had this tendency in the beginning with Esme. Now it's different. We know he knows and he's just doing whatever he can to like buy some time.
1: Yes, but, like, I thought it was interesting that, okay, so when they sat down to break it down, I love yeah. that Joss was able to give her perspective. I mean, we've talked about this in life, not just in soap operas, that mm-hmm. guys miss things, you know? They yeah. miss the nuances, the little underlying things that sometimes women do to other women and girls do to other girls. So I love the fact that Joss broke that down for him and that he listened and that he understood and they both got both got their perspective
0: out. Yes, they got their perspectives out, but it got kind of tricky because Sam, like Mm -hmm. Sam, Cam, Cam sort of said, (laughs) oh oh my gosh, this is so funny considering everything you just said about like those nuances that guys suddenly miss. So I'm sitting with Johnny watching these scenes with Cam and Joss. (laughs) And he's yeah. like, um, you know, like, I'm just not built like that. And I was like, oh, Johnny's like, what? I'm like, because he's implying that. And then I started talking before Joss started <laughs> explaining herself. I'm like, and and they do a lot of that, actually, in the communication between uh, Joss and Cam, if you notice. Like, it's just yeah, their I mean, communication is so interesting.
1: Yes, it's next level. It's obviously much more mature than two people their age that would be dating. But I love that they're doing that.
0: But do you notice, like, the parallels between Joss and Esme's dynamic and Carly and Nina's? Yes. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but, like, there's just, like, seriously, there's just a massive, massive, like, parallel. And it, it, it could very well just be, like, they're just using similar, you know, archetype of what a villain is, possibly. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. It's just so so similar and also like Joss the way she really goes for um Esme I really mm-hmm. think the way she's like because like I, look Cam obviously thinks she's too, she's too much about it and yes. I think the reason is like Joss sees right through her and she doesn't want to make the same mistake with Nell she felt Absolutely. really gutted and guilty about siding with Nell over Carly mm-hmm. when she believed all of Nell's manipulations right so I think that's also coming up a lot there, too.
1: Oh, definitely. It's so interesting to see all of this play out. And and then that whole situation with, you know, getting back to Esme and Ryan and the whole plan with sleeping with Nicholas.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's one way to have a father-daughter relationship um and doing favors and stuff but i just really did not know what to think so we have these like scenes right and and, and we knew that right because she was all mm-hmm. trying to like take the palm of her hands and like paw his, <laughs> his like arm and then she would try to like grab his actual hand Yeah. and like nicholas is like loving this he's like she's the only one who believes in me <laughs> <laughs> who thinks i'm smart <laughs> pretty exactly exactly so so like we know that and now we're kind of watching the confirmation we're understanding that whatever original plan is sort of falling apart that Mm -hmm. whatever backstory or not even a backstory but a side story that starts the week before Mm -hmm. is this weird baby talk with felicia and mac and raising a kid and not having a kid and missing their Mm -hmm. chance okay we've been talking about like the esme nell parallel for a long time and again I don't exactly know what it means, but you can't, like, you can't not notice it, like, in the way things are being presented. So, again, don't know. So, Felicia's doing this stuff. And then out of nowhere, we have Felicia and Nina together. As Felicia's talking about, like, baby stuff on the phone. And then, even in the stuff she's saying about daughters and mistakes and walking away and then staying, it was just... All in Felicia's face that nothing felt so straightforward. Like she could be talking about what we think she's talking about Mm -hmm. Maxie, or she could be talking about something else. Kind of like how the medium was talking to Elizabeth, right? That kind of double entendre. So we see all of that. And then straight up, Ryan is like, you remind me of your mother. Let me (laughs) sit down and have a flashback. And not only does he (laughs) say, I couldn't turn my back on her for a minute. And then there's like a literal scene of like that and Felicia and then like the scenes with like Ryan do cut directly to Felicia and it's like I don't know like what do you make of that
1: oh I'm pretty sure we were making the same connections and connecting the dots together because the minute like that whole vibe with like Felicia and Nina I was just like tingling I'm like oh my god this scene is so weird you listen to what she has to say they're talking Mm -hmm. about motherhood I'm like
0: these are the two Uh, oddest people to connect over motherhood she's like i recognize that mother's pain (laughs) from all the way to whatever country or like where was she i don't even know where she was not even another country but like from really far away because that's where she raised her kids from very far away You know what I mean? It was so bizarre because we've been having these conversations about Felicia, right? Like her and Maxi have reconciled and made peace about the past, but it doesn't feel like Felicia has made peace about not actually raising her girls.
1: Exactly. Like she's still kind of dealing with these emotions. And if we add this extra layer of what we think may be happening, she has even more guilt as to what it is to be a mother and a parent and making choices and all of these things. So all of that weirded me out. The flashback was wild to see, like, the same actor and actress, you know, in that scene. It was pretty mind-blowing and very cool. But I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this, you know, would confirm that Esme is older than she's supposed to be. Um, Crazy backstory. Continue with Ryan's obsession with Felicia. Like, it's all very incredible.
0: Yeah. Like, he's kind of mushing all of his obsessions in one, right? Felicia, while this other plan is going on with Ava,
1: it's insanely messed up. And just watching Mm -hmm. Esme, like, I see her as. You know, she's psychotic and she's doing this. But when she's in that room with Ryan, I just want to take her away and hug her and be like, you do not need to be around this man.
0: (laughs) I know. No, that is true. And they have shown redeeming aspects of her. She's had pockets of moments where you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, there's, you know, there's definitely potential there. We don't have her full story. And I think once Ryan comes into play, yeah, like, it'll be freaky. But if, like, a mom or a non-Ryan, like, figure shows up to make it all better. So I don't know, what kind of a cosmic joke is this? So Mac raises another one of Felicia's kids?
1: But that's exactly it, too, so I have that in my notes as well. So I'm like, okay, one, Esme's redeeming thing could be that, you know, in the end, she obviously knows what all of Ryan's plans are, but she can't go through with it because she is kind of straddling that line of, like, good and bad, and that she ends up being not the hero, but the one who kind of foils the plan and lets everybody know, like, oh my God, all of this is going down. And exactly that, on the flip side to that, I'm like, okay, so Mac and Felicia will get to kind of guide another human. (laughs)
0: Yeah, the the bonus for Mac is Felicia sticks around this time, right? That's oh my the only God. bonus, right? Okay,
1: but no, or Esme or? gets pregnant with Nicholas's baby and they raise that baby.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I can't. I really, I really can't with that. I, I can't do a Nicholas, Esme's baby, um. but it could be the thing to lead Ava to Finn because, I don't know, the no, calling right? of each other this week. Yeah. The, for, first the nail salon and now yeah. like
1: the joking and, about and the wounds.
0: Like another a phone call. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but yeah, so um, it's it's possible because we're watching like Esme. Well, we heard Esme's letters, right? She's describing an ideal life, and she has been witness for months of what it's like if you're normal. Like if you if you're not scheming, like you can actually have a group of friends. <laughs> so, so I think, yeah, like that's part of it so, Okay, so the the crucial thing here is that Spencer finds these bizarre letters Finds the whole bio dad stuff But also finds like pills And I'm like, okay, like you took a pill and that's great But like as we saw, Spencer's onto her mm-hmm. She can easily get rid of the pills Like this isn't helpful
1: I know, like he didn't take pictures Like he took, I thought it was smart of him to take pictures of where things were to put them back. But then he didn't take pictures of the letter of the return no. address. No of the contents of the box of the bottle no. of pills. I'm like, what is happening right now?
0: No, he probably, yeah. But I, I don't even know how like valid that is, right? Here, I took a picture of this box <laughs> in this room. And uh, now that we go back, and like I, I could like, you know what I mean? Like it's not solid. Right. And it's like now he just gets to know more for sure, <laughs> without actually <laughs> being able to help Trina. So he gets this pill, takes it to Brit. What did you think about their interaction?
1: Okay, like I was, it was a roller coaster of emotions. I'm not going to lie. At first I was like, oh my God, look at them. They're so cute. I love their banter. Mm -hmm. I love that she recorded his voice and all of that. And then it ended so sadly. I wanted to slap him and then cry.
0: I like, I mean, at first you have to assume like, oh, he just wants her to back off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it was a bit it, it was a bit much and unnecessary cuz I'm like, you know, you could have just taken the pill and just like right? Walked out of the door, right? Like if you didn't <laughs> want to hear any more of her talking, like leave. But I don't know what it was that she hit a nerve, but the fact is she caught on he caught on really fast when he said something like about like what do you know about love and she said at this rate I never will and something inside of him clicked there. Yes. Okay, but also so- these, I just have to say, like, when it comes to Brit, they really are focusing on her love life. And they really are focusing on Jason a lot with her. Don't know what that means. It could just be, like, that's part of her, her stuff, right? This is something it has been really hard to move on from. You know, Jason was someone she really, like, that was when she was starting to become a different person. It mm-hmm. was someone that kind of saw her and accepted her and kind of, I feel, like, helped to transition her into this other chapter and also knew that she was sick. So it could be a focus just because... He was pivotal, but he entered her life at a pivotal time, too. And, like, was the catalyst for a lot of change.
1: I agree. And and even though he saw the person she was becoming, he accepted her for all of her faults before. So it's very unique yeah. in terms of circumstances, Never held anything what he against does. her. <laughs> yeah. Right? I did see that there is a new gentleman joining this show. So maybe it's a new love interest. We don't know. Um, But, okay, getting back to Spencer and the way he treated yeah. her, a part of me also thought, like, he always loved Britt, and, you know, they were supposed to get married. So even though he, like, he's very rebellious already with Nicholas, but I felt like he was treating Britt almost like a really crappy teenager would, t- would treat their mother.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: So I kind of like, I'm like, not that it made me feel better because he should not have said those things, but I feel that. I was like, Mom, I-, I have this thing to do and-, and I'm really mad right now, so I'm going to say a bunch of stuff and want to slam the door, but I'll come and see you and hug you later because I love you.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. That does make me feel better about a really crappy moment. It does. <laughs> it really does.
1: <laughs> okay. I know we're kind of jumping around, but the whole talk, because we're talking about Spencer, Spencer and Cam and the whole sex talk with Esme, like you might have to take one for the team.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, it looks like you're... Gonna have to, but he got out of it.
1: Okay, but she was like attacking him with love.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, she, she she was like, please. I'm actually in my 30s at my, my sexual peak. I need it now. Maybe it's a clue. So I don't know. I don't
1: know. But that made me giggle out of all the crazy. I was trying to find moments of like, oh my God, that's so yeah. funny.
0: Okay, who did Nina say this to? Oh my God. Oh, I should probably tell you. I should probably tell you. I like to stay silent reading, and I'm like, she'll know. She'll get it. This is how we talk. Okay, when Nina says this, when we go after Willow, it'll be on my orders. Who did she say that to? Her lawyer, I imagine? She
1: was saying that to Ava.
0: To Ava! Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, wow. No, I just thought that was so funny how Nina approaches. Like, Willow and Nell, right? Because we did see her at the gravesite. And it's like, Nell, in her mind, is, like, misunderstood. And with one extra hug, (laughs) everything could have been different. But Willow, Willow, oh, she's the devil in sheep's clothing. Like, it's just so funny how, like, her perception is so inaccurate. Like, the (laughs) devil is legit the devil in the devil. (laughs) Like, Willow is, like, just... Like, listen to her name. Like, just sway as you say her name. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to think, but I'm just like, wow.
1: But does Nina actually know what Nell did? Like, did she read the public record of what is Nell's file? Or does she just kind of go on a whim of what she thinks happened? Her version of events.
0: Nell attempted to, like, blackmail Valentine. She was her nanny at one point. Before she made her way to Carly, or after I forget, but she was like right. her, her nanny. Yes. And I think she tried to do something with Valentine, like she had done with Sunny.
1: Oh, of course, God. she knew, right? She absolutely yes.
0: knew because she was on good terms with Carly. She knew everything that she did. She did give her the job because she was forced to, right? They like made it that there was like literally no one, mm-hmm. and now made herself indispensable. And remember, she never actually supported Nell in the end so she 100% saw her for who she was and didn't feel she was fit to kind of have Wiley
1: so it's like Michael said Nina's always trying to rewrite history
0: (laughs) that that's exactly why it's so hard to look at like that's that's part of it for sure but it was just also weird because I feel like the conversation between Carly and Valentine, like the whole debate about who's most responsible for hurting Nina it's like Like her mom, maybe like the coma, like, 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 (laughs) how her, like, I don't know, like, her mom treated her like crap most of her life, was jealous of her, and then, like, tried to, like, kill her baby and put Mm. her in a coma. I feel like. She wronged her <laughs> and I don't like it, it to me. It just sort of defeats the purpose because we have this talk a lot about Nina and Sonny and just needing to learn how to take accountability for the choices you made, like make whatever choice you want, but like own it. And as much as Nina pretends to, she doesn't really. So that's why I found it like counterproductive, this whole, like, who's more responsible for hurting her. It's like Nina is most responsible for, for Nina.
1: But that's exactly it. We're not talking about a child. We're talking about a grown woman who, yes, she was in a coma for a bunch of years and she's slowly getting into adulthood, I guess, but she is an adult that can make choices.
0: She says that out loud sometimes. I that know. Cho- that that choices, we all make choices. Yeah. And not she's all mine are good. Yeah. She's oh, changed okay. from the
1: time she kidnapped Avery because now she adult naps. She doesn't baby. <laughs> naps. She's evolved.
0: She has <laughs> evolved. But it's like, you know, there's a problem when Ava's reeling you back. Like when I she started know. being like, I'm going to go after Willow. She's like, you know, like her mom just died. And like Nina does that thing again where she does the whole going back and forth. So last week, right, when she goes from threatening oh, yeah. to pleading, like she did last week, and even with Nina, right? Sorry, with Ava, she gets all cold. Like, I'm going to go for the jugular. And then she's like, her mom just died. She's like, yes, you're right. And she like changes her tone really <laughs> it's fast. wild, yes. And then there it is, the elephant in the room, the elephant in the room that was never addressed. And it's and it's not like we didn't root for this friendship, right? We thought it would be mm-hmm. interesting for them to come together and bond. And we very much enjoyed their relationship. It's just things got a little wackadoo as it progressed, right? And so, so it came up. And it's interesting to watch, like, Ava's face, like, the expression she makes whenever like Nina talks about Sonny. Because, like, I mean, regardless <laughs> of whoever Sonny dates, Sonny is not Ava's favorite person. He's the gatekeeper to her daughter. Exactly. And so she listens to the whole, like, her going on about Sonny, and Ava, like, practically rolls her eyes all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Ava's face really showed she hasn't forgotten at all.
1: That was the beautiful part. Ava didn't need to say a lot. The no. look that Ava gave was more than enough for we needed to understand that she needed to stop
0: she the thing is nina did understand she kind of recoiled a little bit you know kind of the same way she recoiled a little bit when um ava was ranting about esme and her need to be like rescued and playing yes. the wave right she recoiled in the same way but like what um 9 90 pointed out was The fact Nina said she has changed since then is hilarious because of what she did to Sonny and his family, including Avery. Also, Nina didn't even say she was sorry to Ava. I also Mm -hmm. got the sense that even though Ava has moved on, she really wasn't impressed with Nina. I agree with that. I agree, too. So, Carly, so when she's in the middle of, like, (laughs) threatening Carly, again, this is also one of Ava's just amazing moments. Because her face on point this week right in her oh, conversation yeah. with Trina feeling honored to um, <laughs> to advise her in this way I actually would have loved it if Joss could have gotten on board right because I feel like Joss would have pushed whatever Ava suggested
1: absolutely you
0: know so I mean I kind of want to see more Joss and Ava to be honest because we got a taste of it and it just feels interesting and so um in those moments, Ava's face, right? Because she feels a way about Carly. And you get it when you hear Ava talk about her perspective of what it's been like to get access to her daughter, not to kind Mm. of erase, you know, Ava's history either. But she also kind of is able to self-balance thoughts, right? She feels a way about Carly, but still seems to have some respect for her. Um, And so, but it's also the first time Carly's seen them together. So she also brings up how on earth could you guys be friends? And Ava (laughs) says, you know, like people change. But what was funny is that earlier she told Nina that don't worry. um, Something about she'll only like testify like in support of Nina. And I was laughing. I'm like, you do realize like Diane will cross. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, I look forward to that a lot. And just before getting into the whole whatever that is, when Carly and, and Nina, like, cause again, Nina flips to threatening to like, to her whole, to the whole yes. like Nixon Falls thing, just extending a helping hand to being like, come <laughs> expose all your feelings to me. But before that happened, Amy bursts in. That was oh my so God. weird.
1: That was weird because it took me a minute to put together how Nina and her know each other and why she'd feel comfortable having this whole interaction with them. But I absolutely loved it. What did she say? She's like, I'm having a terrible day and you or just the way she presented herself was fantastic.
0: And the fact that she stormed it is just funny because it's like you have an Amy character, okay, diving Mm -hmm. into the orbit of like. The seriousness, right? That That is Nina and Ava. It's like, remember when you ripped the, my baby out from my womb? And then Amy walks in being like, <laughs> i had a horrible day. Um, <laughs> and then they brought my up- boss man- sucks. <laughs> I know. And they brought up the whole man landers. They even referenced that. And I had like a whole flashback reeling. Because like, at, like most recently, I think there was a time where like Nina had distracted Amy and pretended like she was going to write a feature on her. Yes. But prior to that, Nathan had helped Amy. With the manlanders pretending to be manlanders.
1: Oh my god! Okay, I did not know that. That's hilarious.
0: Yeah, so like Nina had helped because like with the whole publishing thing and keeping it a secret, and then like so that there was like a whole backstory between Nina and Amy. Um, so that whole thing was funny because that's also like the most fun side story, and I honestly didn't think it was going to come out that quickly.
1: No, and then what is it? Amy said, like, is it a crime to take a day off? And Ava just, like, swooped in with the best line ever. She's like, I'm not sure we're the ones to arbitrate what constitutes a crime.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean. It's, like, worlds colliding. Like, the people that are kind of interacting, it's just so hilarious. The, like, contrast of, like, light and, like, the more serious storylines.
1: Loving it.
0: But I loved Chet and Terry, okay? So we only saw them when he saved her from her terrible blind date. And then we saw their conversation. It was just amazing. Like, I love these two. They had a very, like, I found it was a very subtle yet real conversation.
1: Me too, because I love how they were awkward in the beginning. And she's like, should we just text each other? Because it was so easy. And then the Mm -hmm. whole conversation about who he is and who she is and how they both became who they are.
0: But that's what I liked because the conversation was natural, right? You know, Mm -hmm. so he's talking about himself. You know, she talks about herself. And I liked it because it was just this conversation that needed to be had for them as a couple. But even as a story, it's like the conversations had and now we can all move on to like how fun this story is going to be. Right. (laughs) Because Terry's (laughs) face, she heard the last name. I I'm excited. I kind of need. okay. so like I need this. And I need them to kind of, um, like, what's going on? Like, I feel like they're dropping the ball a little bit on the fun that is um, Brooklyn and Chase and the Insta family that they should have. Because these mm-hmm. two are, like, amazingly light and fun stories.
1: Exactly. I feel like Chase is on vacation or something. We haven't seen him in a while. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, it's, like, if we're not going to get Brooklyn and Chase, Chet and Terry are totally serving that for me. So, I kind of want a little bit more of that. Oh, totally. Bring it on. Okay. So, so, um, (laughs) we were talking about Carly and Nina, but before we do that, I forgot about more conversation that actually happened between Carly and Valentine. Again, another interesting mix, right? Amy showing Mm -hmm. up to Nina and Ava, but then just this Carly Valentine Valentine conversation.
1: I loved it because you know it started what on like Friday, then it continued into this week, and just hearing Valentine's point of view and what you reiterated to me during our conversation in the podcast, like really like Valentine's pleading with the person who has more logic, more sanity yeah. than Nina. So I looked at it through a different lens, and it was really interesting to hear the things he said, like. Basically the kind of life that Carly has and that Carly has yeah. everything. And that even though Nina has three people, it's like not really a big deal.
0: <laughs> and that's exactly what he said. But <laughs> And the thing is, it's like he says Carly has community and roots. But like, again, that didn't happen by accident, right? Exactly. It was a, she, you know, even to this day, there is a part of her that still doesn't even think she's fully proved herself. Or she thinks that people still look at her like her old self that's that's Mm -hmm. come up over the the past like the recent past and i do feel differently this week. because last week i felt like i was in crazy town i'm like so is this just (laughs) it nina's just nina and sunny's just sunny and this is what the world is but then this week kind of clarified that for me right like i found it was reflected in this conversation even with carly and valentine so at one point again he's trying to reason with her saying you know you have everything she wants and then Carly's like yeah last I checked she had my husband she has my husband right <laughs> like when he kept trying to say like you have everything it's like she still took like Nina still did things it's still not an excuse like I understand that Valentine feels guilt for what he did mm-hmm. but you know for a rational person she still has to like nobody can fix Nina's life but her you can put I- in a good word for her sure mm-hmm. but only she can do it
1: and absolutely. And I love how Carly turned it around, you know, on Valentine and said, well, you know, you if you just dug a little deeper, like, and not brought the sausage. Yeah, longer, that was good. You would have known, That was so good. And he was that like, was, oh, damn, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was really good if he had dug a little deeper, because for real, though, like if anybody had the resources to actually find her daughter, it really was Valentine. I find that probably to be a teeny, teeny plot hole.
1: Well, yeah, because even for a while we thought that he actually knew. That's why he went ahead with the whole Sasha situation.
0: That would have made more sense because Valentine, we know who he is, WSB, also mm-hmm. just Valentine brain, and he hires Curtis, right? Well, <laughs> exactly. Forget, forget, forget. forget oh, yeah, that. that's- <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> scratch the last part.
1: And-, and there was some great stuff that came out of them. One great stuff was you know Carly just stating that Wiley's not her emotional support like Nina has to be an adult and stop using Wiley as an object or support for her or whatever the case may be so I'm glad that she said that to Valentine because that is how Nina refers to Wiley not as a human being she loves using the word grandchild and family but there's no depth to it um, no, no.
0: And she even no. did it with Curtis today. Like, I can't lose wildly. It's like, he's still not your child. Like, even if, let's say, Nell was alive and that was your grandkid. Like, I'm just saying, it's not your child to raise. It's your grandchild. He has parents. And, oh my you know, God. Like, it's so bizarre. It was like, this is my chance. Like, you had your chance. Like, you you went to Nixon Falls. Like, Like, you could have literally stayed in Port Charles and just showed them... hey like in a week in a month soup's normal look at me like productive member of society like you decided to leave wiley right and even when like you had access and you could go back and forth you you kind of still chose nixon falls
1: she did and i can't wait to see this court case because everything is just going to blow up like look at the conversation that uh um, Nina had at the grave the conversation that she had with Carly so at Nell's grave she's saying like I want to tell Wiley about you and let him know that you are a human being What does so that mean right and then no, the conversation like, sorry go but, ahead.
0: but but like what would she like this is what I mean by delusional <laughs> it's like what what would you going to tell Wiley about her being human are you just going to state that as a fact
1: I think so like you and
0: I your brother <laughs> was human end of story
1: she breathed in and out. Yeah. She had hair, two arms and two legs. Yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that really, that really threw me when she kind of said that. Like, I'm gonna tell you about your mother. And I'm like, okay, it's I don't know. Like, I don't know, it sounds like a scary tale, but sure.
1: And that, and that's why I find it so interesting. They keep building, like we said, you know, her living in this world with Sunny, her back and forth with being very like, um aggressive is the wrong word but you know like we were talking about earlier like flip-flopping pushy where she stands pushy where she stands and then the other side of her is like oh no 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 oh i'm so understanding like she flip-flops
0: yeah no it it, it is flip-floppy
1: it's so flip-floppy like very like a concrete example is how she reacted to Carly about Harmony and Harmony's death and how it should be approached with Wiley like that is not so
0: weird it is so weird of like like I'm surprised Carly hasn't been more harsh and being like like you don't know what you're talking about like do you even understand his age right now like it is so bizarre the conversations that Nina and her mind think are appropriate with a child. Wiley knew Harmony less than Nina. Like I'm just kind of like <laughs> again, going back to Diane's point, like you make it seem like your your presence in Wiley's life or the meaning you carry for him, like that there is one.
1: Right, that there is value there. Well, there was so much Nina blundering about children, you know, showing up to Felicia's because she wanted to play with the kids. But the, she's like, oh yeah, kids go to bed. It no, was at the so, same time as me.
0: <laughs> it was <laughs> that, but but, ex, but exactly to the point, right? Talking to Carly and talking about Wiley and what he should know and all this stuff. And then going to Felicia's like at 10 o'clock at night um, yeah. to be like, can I play? Can I play with the kids? Like <laughs> I had a bad day. I was at a bar and then I went to the graveside of the child I never met, but think she was angelic. And now I just came by to play with James.
1: I need like, support children, please.
0: Exactly. But like Just, like, quickly, though, my favorite part of, like, the Carly-Valentine conversation is that they got into something, and then Carly snaps and goes, maybe it's Stockholm Syndrome, about why Sunny is just without that question. And I started laughing, because we had this debate ages ago, and that, too, Mm -hmm. made me think, like, okay, like... Maybe it is what I originally thought. Like, it is delusional. Like, Sonny is still being delusional, even in his conversation with Drew. And even Sunny and, and Nina, they both had, like, a moment of reflection, right? Like, her <laughs> moment of reflection was at the gravesite. And he yes. had, like, a memory of a few months ago um, <laughs> about, like, telling Carly about Jason's death. And he is the only one this week that talked about, like, a potential memorial for Jason. It came up months ago. And then he talks about it this week. And so, like, I'm like, okay, so they're reflecting, but even the reflections are still delusional. And I wonder (laughs) if, (laughs) I don't even know, I just wonder if this trial will reshape the way Sunny sees her or if it will cement the crazy further.
1: Oh, man, I'm going to need to, oh, I'm going to have to make a game out of this. I don't know what's going to happen.
0: And when she was at the gravesite, what really killed me is that she does that thing that she does. She she's in Willow's face and she's like, "Why am I even talking to you? Like to Michael? Like mm-hmm. hell bent on focusing on Willow." And then the moment Sunny's there, she's like, "You know what? I'm so sorry. <gasps> um, now that Sunny's right? here, let me apologize for all the crappy things I did five minutes ago because five minutes before that, I didn't know they were crappy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I just can't with this." And then Sunny comes in trying to be like, "I'm gonna defend you." tomorrow not today i'm I'm not not gonna support you today i'm gonna support you in a court of law that's what i'm gonna do and and i loved how michael turned around and like said the thing right he said the thing he was like did she beg and i'm like she cried a bunch but i guess that's all it took." and it was like at a park so if you could Maybe I don't know. Cry at a park. (laughs) Yeah, cry at a park. I think all will be forgiven. Um, but I was so excited that like the actor, like Chad Doole, like reposted our story. I we always forget to mention when really cool stuff happens, but that was one thing that happened and then I remembered and now I'm saying it.
1: <laughs> okay. I freaked out because usually, you know, you handle the main parts, but I accidentally print, pressed on the notification, and mm-hmm. I saw that, and I was just so stunned. I didn't know what to do, and I was at work, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah."
0: <laughs> I and then you messaged to me, and then I was like, "Oh my gosh, is—it yes. <laughs> uh, was really exciting." And then I showed—I uh, was about to say I showed Sunny. This—I feel like I've done this before when I talked about Johnny. <laughs> i don't know why um so, so like i i held my phone and i'm like i'm on chad's like page right and he i'm yeah, yeah. like i'm showing you this and then i tapped the story and he saw the story because like i'm literally i literally put them together on my way to the metro like when he's dropping me in the car <laughs> and he tries to talk to me and i'm like nope not listening to you. I'm trying to do this. And so, so like, I press it, and he sees it, right? He knows it. And then it took him a minute. He's like, oh, my gosh! And he started freaking out, too. So he was just as excited. Ah, yay! I love it. Yes. Okay, so look, what do you think? Is Carly gonna tell or not tell? Okay, no, no, no. Oh, my gosh. Okay, (laughs) we have to back back Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're totally (laughs) skipping. We're skipping, like, Nina's invitation to share each other, to bear each other's soul. Um... (laughs)
1: Some girl talk, you no, know, whatever. Yeah,
0: to have some girl talk. I feel like we do talk about it. Did we talk <laughs> about it? I don't, I don't we know.
1: talked about bits and pieces. Like we talked about the <laughs> harmony conversation, but not yeah. about, like the making peace. For the sake of wiley
0: i can't like i want to slap her like all the time so like i just and i think that carly is winning you know like i feel like i would say like the fact that i'm not slapping you you should be grateful okay so please stop please stop but she got to have her talk with phyllis right so that was interesting because phyllis was there and did you notice that that when phyllis and carly are talking It's two grown-ups talking. Understanding that they have different, I guess you can say, like, they support different people. You know what I mean? Like, Carly doesn't walk up to Phyllis delusionally expecting Phyllis to take her side. You know what I mean? Whereas Willow Mm -hmm. walks up to Michael, no, whereas Nina walks up to Michael and Willow and expects Willow to just do for her or to be loyal to her out of, like, nothing. Okay? So you have Mm -hmm. two, two adults speaking, Carly talking to Phyllis, and then when Phyllis goes to talk to, like, Nina, it's a totally different dynamic. Nina is like a child.
1: Oh, 100%. And that is so on point. And then did you notice how they were dressed? I felt like it, the way Carly was dressed versus Ava versus Nina in that scene. So Ava was wearing a black dress with a red blazer and red lipstick. Okay. Carly was wearing a black stunning dress, a black blazer, sleek as usual. Nina's Mm -hmm. wearing a loose, like a navy blue top and loose pants. And it's kind of like open at the bottom. So I found it all very interesting. Like Carly's coming in there like a boss, like a mob boss. Like that is how she is dressed. Ava is also dressed like a mob boss, but with the edgy red, you know, just kind Mm -hmm. of like passion, like just that vividness in her. And then exactly. Nina to me looked like a kid trying to dress like an adult.
0: And she runs a fashion magazine. I know. No, but I know. I definitely see it, and it's kind of fun how, like, sometimes the wardrobe subtly communicates, right? That you know they're they're a little bit more together, like you said, a little bit more together inside. And she's not together <laughs> inside. Like she's not. And so, she's not. I I was impressed with the fact that when Carly spoke to Phyllis, she was careful not to say babies.
1: I know. Because
0: <laughs> I would have literally said babies, you know, Willow and Nell, like, I would have, like, literally not been able to, like, to remember, because it's just so complicated, so she saw the opportunity, and she took it, and uh, Drew got her.
1: Oh, my God, her Uh face, so stinking cute, those two, like, I can't even, and then they're, like, in the back alley having, like, a little, you know, are you going to tell me, are you not going to tell me, I'm not your Jason, but you can trust me, and she's like, are you willing to go down for this, like,
0: but, like, you know what's funny? He isn't Jason, right? He's more mm. personality. But you know yeah. what he seems to be for me?
1: What?
0: He's, like, <laughs> the love child of Carly and Jason. He is a bit of both. True. Because <laughs> he's, so like, because he's a bit wild, but he's Jason-esque. But Carly-esque. I,
1: I mean, I love everything about him. Like, when he's in a sea, I'm, like, happy.
0: Always. Uh, Always. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. My so the yeah. Moon, side track.
0: <laughs> So, <laughs> like, I feel like we'll spend time as he's so my favorite. No, oh, he's my favorite. Um, so <laughs> other people listening. So um, I love this. So their mission, right? So in that conversation, she's like, but I don't have access to like anything of Willow's DNA. <laughs> I don't live at the quarter mains. Wink, wink, honk, honk, with <laughs> flashlights. And he, and so they go, and I thought this is so funny because it's like, what if they get caught? And they had, like, no plan. And Michael, like, apparently it's really close, like, the gravesite to his house. Apparently. Yeah, because they were at the gravesite, and Carly ran <laughs> up the stairs. So I'm like, how long did it take you? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Michael asks, you know, What are you guys doing here? And Carly didn't know where Drew was going with his his answer either. But I thought it would have been fun to ask everyone what would have been your excuse if you were in that situation. And uh, there were some really good, like, you know, probably practical ones that you can get away with. So uh, Carly thought she left her keys from where she was last over there looking for my lipstick. Uh, I love this one. Checking on Wiley. So stealing Willow's line.
1: The best
0: absolute best um this (laughs) your mom and i were testing the ph level in your water (laughs) i i wanted to give your new uncle daddy a tour of your house
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god there was so much family connection talk this week
0: yeah no i i yeah like highlight it for me Give me, give me a run through. <laughs> <laughs> run <down. laughs> give me the no rundown.
1: <laughs> there was a moment where even Felicia, I died laughing because I'm like, it's like when you and I try to go through the family tree. So Felicia's like, well, you're um, Nathan's sister, and that means that what's what's Maxi's son's name? Right, <laughs> <laughs> you lost.
0: You're at the first one. He can't do it. No, but that's how James. it felt
1: like. James, James, but that's how it felt like Felicia was talking. It was almost like, you're <laughs> James's aunt because you're Nathan's sister no, but and you're it's... important to Maxie, so you're important to me. Okay, I got
0: it. <laughs> I, I, no, but you're right because it sounded like a really long list that she had to say and subtle, right? It's a summary. Yeah. So she's like, you are Nathan's sister. Nathan <laughs> was married to Maxie and had a baby, so James is your nephew, And I am Bobby's best friend, who is Carly's mother, Michael's grandmother, and Wiley's great-great-grandmother. I
1: was dying. I'm like, okay, this is what we sound like. What are we doing? So they are the same as us. They don't They they Exactly.
0: Exactly. And I mean, Michael does definitely look at Drew like his new uncle dad for sure. Oh, 100%. He loves him.
1: And even Willow's like, oh my God, I hope this is going to go okay because I don't know how much you love him and you already lost one daddy. Then I know.
0: <laughs> but do you know what was really interesting? What I felt was happening when Willow turned around to give Carly the key?
1: What? I thought it was so cute. What?
0: That she was accepting her as her mom. Yeah, Without I kind of knowing it. it. You oh know my what? God. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I need is, to say what? something that you I did... think you
0: think it's funny. <laughs> oh, but, okay, swear. I have like goosebumps everywhere because I'm like, she's going to bring it? What is it? What is <laughs> it? it? a lot of pressure.
1: <laughs> okay, so like uh, the necklace and the necklace, and this is a key giving. It's like all about the metal. This is how family connections are made.
0: Okay, wow. <laughs> I am blown away. <laughs> metal. Yes, <laughs> okay, so glad we have this talk. I I was going to, before this, I was going to say that sometimes things happen. (laughs) Wow.
1: Okay, I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm I'm not laughing.
0: Uh, But sometimes in the show, people don't look like something terrible just happened. Like, I remember when Willow, like, broke up with Chase, I just felt like she didn't look like I would, I would do more screaming, like, with the whole, like, cheating thing with Chase and Sasha. But Willow really looked like her mom died. I'm just saying that her estranged non-mom died. Like she was like in a zone, she was not great. And that moment she mm-hmm. gave Carly the key, I just really felt like she's like, here, take it, be my mom. It's good. Yeah, I think so too. That's it. That's it. I just want to bring down the mood with um <laughs> with all of that. I was that was what I was going for. Hit the nail on the head. Um <laughs> so
1: we got another like, just, great scene at the hospital what? with Drew and Carly trying to figure out what they're going to do next.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is what I think should happen. Okay. When she yeah. knows the truth, I think she should tell Willow and Michael and then, then they'll handle it. That's what I'm wanting because I'm terrified. I mean, the whole thing is that Drew knows too. So I have a hard time believing Drew would kind of let her hold on to the truth longer than the second she knows it. Cause he's, he watched her kind of process what Nina did
1: exactly so I think with Drew uh coming into the fold with all of this it's more so to be uh Carly's support so he can be present when she says something so to me that yeah. gave me hope that she's not gonna hold back but I love that it's Brit that she went to to be like how do you get a DNA test where's the department
0: <laughs> but I thought it was interesting that she asked Britt, right because Exactly. Nina, Nina's her her thing like her pack <laughs> sister yes. um, okay also at the hospital okay so some mm-hmm. TJ stuff, okay? So so TJ is all like, Curtis, like you're calling the shots about like <laughs> your dad who abandoned you, but he's my grandpa, okay? And he never abandoned me, so... <laughs> <laughs> Until now. Stop, <laughs> stop trying to like take him away. Like it's just, it, it like it floors me. Uh, like I, you know, mm-hmm. I like to like give Curtis a hard time because it's easy. Yes. And But the thing is, like, I found nobody in Curtis's close circle has been understanding at all about Mm -hmm. his perspective and how difficult it is. Like, everybody else is like, look, your dad abandoned you 30 years ago. He's here. (laughs) Stop asking questions and just open (laughs) up your heart and give him everything you've got. And I just think that is an unfair thing. And Marshall has done little, has done little to earn anything from Curtis. And everyone's like, but Marshall's a good time. Like we played music, we go to the gym together. It's like, yeah, because you when you're with Marshall, you're not trying to close an open wound that's been open for 30 years. Like he didn't hurt you. So I, I am a little bit floored, but TJ is sort of like being all, I want my grandpa, find him. Why'd you do that? So he's all there. But what if but what like really got me, and I'm kind of shocked, I'm like, it's it's happening. Like is it is it really happening? Ages ago, we had done a podcast, and we had titled it Dr. Detective. And, yes! I even, yeah, and we even wrote, like, a little article thing, too, about it as well. Because, I mean, look, TJ's a doctor, but he has connections, like, family-wise in terms of, like, law enforcement, right? His mom, you know, Curtis being a PI also wants a cop, um, and also just the fact that, like, Sean... Like, in the army. Okay? So, just that kind of work. And then, all of a sudden, the mom is training him to use his doctor skills to be a PI. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. For me, I'm like, this is the best thing ever? Like, it was just something so subtle, like, a really long time ago. And, like, they're doing it. And I love how TJ is so, like, on another planet sometimes. He's like, yes. I hope Molly wasn't too excited for Miami because now we're going to find my grandpa in New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a 30-minute drive. It's going to be good. Like, I'm just like, no. Like, apparently
1: they can't have two vacations. This is the vacation for Oh, you.
0: my. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the gas to New York.
1: True. What you were saying earlier about, like, nobody understanding, for the first time, Jordan was the one who said, you know, Curtis yes! has been through a lot. I was
0: shocked. Yeah, because porsche has been like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, if you had told me, I would have told you not to dig into his past. And Jordan's like, so, okay, yeah, facts. Um, abandoned Curtis 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a thing that probably is impacting Curtis. <laughs> Just wanting yeah. to point, point that out. <laughs> that I love that there was a note in the clarinet Like it was such a funny scene to me <laughs> I know Shag. Like, look Like let's learn how to be a PI Did he leave anything behind? Open the box <laughs> Did you find an address? Is there an address in the box? <laughs> look there was the clue <laughs> And this is how detective work is done Also why we've solved no cases this year Oh like... my god that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say <laughs> But that's the thing Crime Like, this is poor Charles. And Elizabeth thinks it's, like, a good move to just be like, yeah, I'll be on Spoon Island. First of all, I was like, okay, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Because all this Mm -hmm. time, this is what she's telling Finn, right? She's telling Finn, I'm moving to Spoon Island. She has been all, like, I don't want to put the people I love in danger. But, like, even Nicholas. (laughs) Fair game. Whatever. She's like, I'll just go over there. But, like, to lie, right? He bumps into Nicholas. And Nicholas is like, no, she isn't there. And then... And then I love the joking. I'm like, who's he talking to? Like who is who's Finn on the phone with? So that was like, what is happening? So all of these like connections of people yes. talking. Together. <laughs> yeah. <Connecting>. yeah, together. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> all of it happening. So yeah, so Liz does that just to be at her house and have like a seance. So like what did you think?
1: Okay, I thought it was a really interesting scene, and I, I know the fact that we think that she has uh, another personality, but when the door flew open and the electricity went out, then I wasn't sure what was happening.
0: Really? Okay, let me, okay, this is what I think. Okay, so when they started having this seance, I learned something new, because I thought a poltergeist was a ghost that could just move stuff. That's what I thought it was. Oh,
1: yeah, me too. <laughs> and so she
0: explained that a poltergeist, a poltergeist, <laughs> Poster guys. So he just he it?
1: just puts up posters all day long. You come to your house and there's posters. You've been haunted. There's a poster guys <laughs> in my house. I have
0: posters in the 90s I'm a grown-up. I'm so scared. <laughs>
1: okay. So with uh,
0: the poster guys. It was a poltergeist. So she said. She said, a poltergeist could also be a psychic impression of a living person. That's what she said.
1: She did say that.
0: So, so yeah, right? I don't think Elizabeth ran fast and did it. I think it was a <laughs> psychic impression of herself. And so she explains post, poltergeist. <laughs> It's making me cold and I can't breathe. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, dangerous. Okay. Um It's dramatic. I'm just being
1: really dramatic
0: right now. We should put a warning. (laughs) Be careful, guys. (laughs) Listen in bits at a time. Um Mm -hmm. don't want to laugh too hard. So so then then she talks about the person, right? Like this this dark force was abandoned by their family. She's like, Franco, I'm like, no, you, like, you have literally <laughs> been abandoned by your family. Yeah. You have no one. And then you made your own family. And the <laughs> other part of you hates it. So it was really interesting listening to all of that. Um, But yeah, like that was traumatic. She thinks she's talking to Franco and Johnny was so weird that yeah. he's like, so like, what's she going to do with this? Person if she thinks they're pregnant. I'm like oh my god just chill a minute And so like real stuff Happened the candles went out the door closed And I knew Finn was gonna like Get oh, upset yeah. I knew he was like gonna get upset with her But I liked the fact that she's like She didn't like back down and I'm like Yeah Finn go to the next one But that, that was I, it I I totally was like, That was like yeah <laughs> I was like
1: the next <laughs> what? I get it now. I'm sorry I so caught my thing- breath
0: <laughs> yeah, to the next seance. Like, she told him.
1: I totally agree, though, because I did feel bad when she's like, I'm not crazy. And he wasn't really responding. And even poor Laura, like, did, they just both didn't know how to react to the situation, which is fair. Like, they're just walking into
0: they're something. They're worried. They're worried. Yes. And they, they said... You're not not crazy, so uh, (laughs) let's go. Let's let's get somewhere else. Let's just yeah. So I mean, look, I love that Laura is like her mom, right? And she needs to call Scott, which is her dad. Like these are her like faux parents. Um, but I love how, like, her going to Finn's is, like, never an option. <laughs> so, so, like, anyway. Yeah, but, look, I'm happy. I'm happy Laura took her, and I'm happy she's going to go get to see her boys. So, that mm. whole thing was uh, really intense. But Laura, Laura's, like, had a day, you know? So, this is happening. Oh, but Lord. earlier, she, you know, walks up to um, <laughs> Sunny as he's having a memory, to yeah. ask, be like, hey, did you read that article about your, like, captor? Um, And he's like No I haven't had a chance to look at it yet And so then he gets into it With Nicholas and I'm like But Nicholas is right about the kidnapping Sonny is just like Don't incriminate me Don't say it out loud And like Nicholas was right about a lot of things He wasn't wrong about his view of Victor and Sonny You know when he tells his mom Like how is your Like fondness for Sonny Any different than like his for Victor
1: It was good. And there were some good points that he made, but Laura's face just killed me. And then when Sonny took his arm, it was like two children fighting because that's how Laura looks at Nicholas. And then that got extended to Sonny because his reputation is going down and down and down. Yeah. So what I pictured when Sonny bent his hand forward, I pictured like, you know, when you were kids and you could like grab my arm and you could like squeeze the skin both ways. Like it's like a burn. Like, you know, when kids do like silly things like that, that's what I, picture yeah, in my I'll just head. like it wasn't like a real fight. It was like, a, I'm gonna keep my finger this far away from your face, but I'm not touching you, I'm not touching yeah. you. <laughs> but,
0: but the thing is, I didn't have to picture it because like he bent his <laughs> finger, right? And now that you're painting this picture for me, I'm like, it is true, right? Because the last time we saw these two together, they were at Courtney's gravesite and they were like bickering. Yeah. Yeah, and like so children. that that is true. It's just funny because they're both like dark, right? He's like Casadin Prince, Victor Evil, and Sunny's supposed to be a mob <laughs> boss. But it was just like in that conversation, like he calls him an idiot, and like Laura <laughs> smirked because um, she's like, like it's, not, it's not not true. <laughs> it's not not true. But like it was just that she okay, in this scenario about Esme, she agrees with Sunny about the Esme thing. Yes, but it's not the full truth, right? Like it's not like everything Sonny is saying is exactly true, and nothing of what Nicholas brought to the table but his perspective was wrong either. But it was more the fact that, yes. like Sonny was his thinking was more aligned with Laura than, let's say Nicholas's was because she'll never never agree when it comes to to Victor. But that was just a really bizarre situation for her to have gotten mixed up with. And especially him like grabbing Nicholas like that. like, Oh, you're so big and oh tough, Sonny. Like wow. and um, and then later, like there was a glimpse of Sonny when he um said something like like that he wanted in on the merger to protect yeah, Michael. I was like, I didn't get what? that. No, me neither. I was like,
1: who, okay. Who
0: would want your money to invest in? Like, I didn't know what he meant. Did he want a stake in Aurora, right? Aurora is linked to mm-hmm. Nina? Did he want stocks want in work. in the, like, ELQ? Like, how? Or was he going to, like, I don't know, like, what he was going to do if he was just going to fund it financially. But, I mean, look, Drew put a stop to that. So it's like there is a glimpse of Sonny, but it's very, very tiny. And it's so bizarre watching him talk. And Drew is trying to be neutral because Drew doesn't agree with a lot of what he's saying. And rather yes. than saying that, he just sort of says, well, <laughs> let me know if there's something I can do. okay yeah all right and so like the whole sam dante thing i thought the timing of like the friendship between sam and willow is interesting because willow's story is a parallel to sam's old storyline
1: yes oh my god okay so i love the way they um connected and went to the school and that sam felt that she had offended willow and willow's like i should apologize to you like my mom tried to kill your mom
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you put it like like that, it does sound ridiculous because it's like Sam. It's like, are you, do you just not have anything to say? She's like, "Oops, I said mom and dad." I know. Okay, and you have no parents. You're an orphan. Does that bother you? I'm just like, why are you talking? Like, why are you talking like that? You're talking about you're referencing mom and dads in reference to little children. you know? Okay, I'm
1: gonna, and, and I think it's really funny. Like, obviously, I don't want them to mess around with Sam's character and who she is and her strength and all of that. But have you noticed over the past, I want to say three weeks to a month, maybe longer, but that's when I noticed they started changing the way she dressed. So when she was with Jason and ending that relationship, and even later than that, she always wore her skinny jeans, black boots, Mm -hmm. a jacket, and like a black t-shirt. Always. Yeah. When she started dating Dante, slowly, as they started getting more serious, she started wearing stuff like wide leg jeans, a blouse that's loose. Today, she wore a printed dress. Do you find, don't get mad at me, Mm -hmm. that they're dressing her like Lulu? Oh. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there.
0: Okay, no, I just thought, like, the whole thing was, like, maybe a a representation of her, like, being domesticated. You know what I mean? Like, leaving that part of her life behind and kind of, like, visually representing this other thing that she's trying to have. This... You know this mm-hmm. normal life, if you will, in quotation, like 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 dating my brother's brother because <laughs> his wife is in a coma. <laughs> normal life. <laughs> well,
1: like my first thought was they're dressing her more relaxed. Like she's you yeah, know, that clothes is very like, specific and tight. This yeah. is more everything she's wearing now is like very flowy, very yeah, chill, like very chill. like airy, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but then
1: today, when I saw her in that dress, like for whatever reason, it just reminded me of Lulu.
0: Yeah, I mean definitely because like that would have been like a Lulu plus her tiny backpacks that she would wear. Right? Oh my god! Exactly. Her, her, <laughs> <and> her ponytail, her <laughs> yeah. ponytail, just raging at something. <laughs> She's always like <laughs> raging at something. Like Valentine probably. Like and that's what would have been happening if she was uh, she was there. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Dante took a turn. Dante's all like.
1: Oh my You're going to go
0: after Sonny? Like, legally? How dare you? What? He's <laughs> like, you know, you should see things from his perspective. I'm like, Dante, how you? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. look, again, it's easier for Dante because Carly's not his mom. <laughs> exactly. and, for, and for some reason, he doesn't care that Nina, like Mr. Law, Mr. Law
1: mm-hmm.
0: doesn't care that his dad is dating the woman who, like, kidnapped him. Like, you mourned your dad right? You you are all upset that you were gone too long, that you didn't get to say goodbye to your grandfather. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then you lost your dad. And you have no reaction to this. Like, I have not seen Dante process this. The return of his father. You know, I know he's happy to see Sonny, but I, I do find it to be a little bit of the elephant in the room. Like, is this only going to be a thing if he has more scenes where he's with Nina? Is, is is it only then? Like I'm I'm not saying that you know Dante like knowing this will support Sunny less, but I mm. just feel it's a little um. Like he's going into this a little blinded, right? Like they really are drawing a line, you know. Like it's very much Dante is pro Sunny no matter what, and I just think it's bizarre because he for a little bit was the sound of reason, voice of reason, <laughs> sound of reason. What does that sound like? <laughs> la la. <laughs> less mine more yours
1: <laughs> it just you know? felt too, I do know like it's wild to me because it just felt like <laughs> it just felt like Dante was went in there stomping his feet like where well, you met our dad he's a nice dad I'm like no dude no. it's like, like I'm like
0: have you watched all the seasons that right? you were in I'm like, I'm like where is this coming from
1: Oh oh my God! Like I can't even. Like it's just driving a wedge. I mean, Michael's not going to happen, but it's driving a wedge, dude.
0: The wedge is there.
1: Big cheese wedge. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any stars to give out?
0: Okay. I know you prepared me for this, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) what you don't know, people, is behind the scenes, we paused, and I said, "I'm going to ask you this question,"
0: (laughs) and and I and I heard it, and I was ready, and then you asked me, and and I like completely completely froze I have stars I have stars for Britt and Spencer yes I have stars for oh jos and officer Cabrera oh yes and um and their cuteness and Trina um,
1: did you say to, and, Trina and Car and Carrera.
0: What did I say? Joss. No, I have stars for Trina and Officer. No, Rory. Trina and Rory. Okay, definitely like three stars for the drama that is Chet Terry and Amy. (laughs) I'm gonna stop because I'm hoping you're gonna give stars to like everyone else. Okay, so I'm gonna give some face acting stars. (gasps) Yeah, yes. Okay, okay, go, go, go. Ava,
1: Carly, Spencer, Laura, the medium.
0: Okay, I want to give a star to Elizabeth Um, and Valentine because I missed him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do that from now on. I missed you, Mish. I'm going to give you a star.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what else? What else? I know you like seeing Joss and Carly together.
1: Of course, they had that scene in the salon. I love how much they're using their little spa salon space. So seeing them together was lovely. So I'm just going to shout out to that scene.
0: Okay, so before I could enjoy that scene, my practical, logical mind went, doesn't she have a spa (laughs) at her hotel?
1: I know. (laughs) But you know, why do you want to be in your work? You know, sometimes you need like a change of environment, right?
0: Exactly. Thank you for selling it. Because I didn't buy it, (laughs) but I do now. (laughs)
1: Okay, so we did all of the things. We said all of the stuff. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's a wrap, folks. Have a fantastic weekend. If it's sunny, enjoy the weather. Bye. Bye.